0: So, yeah, on Friday, uh, 1st of Feb, I went to the pub at 12 for opening and uh-huh. ordered my first pint. Oh my God, you would not believe how much I've been looking forward to. I, I really thought I'd earned it.
1: Yeah, yeah, really well done. I, I didn't know you were doing dry January.
0: No, I wasn't. I just had a long morning. <laughs> I had to get up at 9 for the plumber. <laughs>
1: This is Deserter, the podcast that implores you to have a good time, all the time. In this episode,
0: messing about in South London and Madrid. Yeah, Uh,
1: plus a visit from uh, the corporate deserter, and notebooks at the ready for a deserter school lecture on the philosophy
0: of work. We'll be discussing one of Hill's most famous sons, Dylan Thomas. Eh? Surely Wales is. Yes, uh, we understand there may have been a Welsh
1: connection there too. Before pushing on with Spider's letter from the world. And then it's all over. Mm. And we'll be winding down in a local hostelry, pampered by wonderful bar
0: workers. (laughs) Can't wait. Um, Although you forgot the social media scene. Oh, so I did. How can I forget that? It's such a cool phrase. It is, isn't it? So cool. Look look what I've got.
1: Huh? Oh, wow. You've had a t-shirt made with it on.
0: Oh, yeah. Everybody loves it. They all say, what the fuck's that you're wearing? I bet they do. (laughs) So cool, mate. Really special. Thank you very much. Uh, anyway, we're here with our regular twiddler and terrific knob, Deadly Headley,
1: <laughs> and a nice bucket
0: filled with bottles of what looks like five-pound wine. Cheeky. <laughs> Although my missus does say they're very welcome, but don't give them a sniff of the good stuff. Fair enough. Uh, so, what have I been up to? You went round these social clubs,
1: didn't you? You went on a tour social of social clubs. clubs. Social club crawl, yes. What is a social club? Well, yeah, you may have seen them. There's all these buildings in whatever part of town you live in yeah, um, that you suspect have got a bar in them. <laughs> yes.
0: They've um, got like a courage sign from 1968. That's, that's right. right. And often
1: yeah. CIU on them, which is um, the uh some sort of affiliation affiliation organization. Yeah. if you belong to one of them mm. uh one of the clubs mm. like say the peckham liberal club yes um you can take your ciu card and get into any club in the country and uh, enjoy cheap booze um in a kind of 70s 80s kind of vibe <laughs> Brilliant. yeah
0: they really are quite remarkable yeah and, um, Um, Not not known for their beer generally. Generally speaking,
1: not known for great beer. Although there are some exceptions to that. Um, But they they are known for cheap beer. They are known for cheap beer,
0: and they're sort of um, they're like working men's clubs, aren't they? Yeah, a lot of them are working men's clubs,
1: and some of them are kind of liberal clubs. uh, Or the one we started out at was the Plumstead Radical Club. Oh yeah, they might have had sort of political origins, um, or uh, workers' union origins. I think often long gone. Actually, I think they're now just they're kind of like private members' clubs. They've yes. all got, you need a buzzer to get in, and you need a yeah, card, yeah. And then you and can, then you're
0: in. Then you're in for the whole day, usually. Yeah. So where did you get to on your uh, social club crawl?
1: Yeah. Well, we started out at the Plumstead Radical, the Rad, as it's known, uh, which was classic in its uh, clubness. In that it was seventies and eighties in a beautiful grand old building with. Uh, car scale two point two pound thirty five
0: on a Thursday. Ooh, that's good. Um, that's Weatherspoon.
1: It's character. around that kind yeah. of uh, level. Yeah, yeah. But with four snooker tables and a table tennis room and yeah. great outside space. Mm. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful thing. And um, most of the places we went to during the day were pretty empty. Mm. Um, Except when we got to Belvedere We got to the Belvedere Social Club mm. And it was rammed mm. There was almost nowhere to sit down There were two seats on, on a table That some old boy was sitting at Where well, it said um, Do you mind if we join you? And he said I can't stop you
0: <laughs> <laughs> I see, yes Are they all a bit like that? Bit no, actually That was no, probably no.
1: The, I mean the, the Belvedere was really friendly Especially right. uh, Marie I think it was behind the bar um, All of them were, were, were very welcoming Um I, I don't know, it's just an observation, but it seemed to me that if you have a female member of staff behind the bar, they're much warmer and more welcoming than if you've got a bloke who yes. tends to serve you and yeah. then go back to his gambling or something. <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> an experience I've uh, had as well, yeah. without naming any names. Um, um, we did. We went as far afield as Dartford, which I know yeah. is out of our jurisdiction. Yeah. But it was... Uh we, we had to go there because it had like 12 to 14 car scales, Bloody hell. Uh, which is not something those clubs are known for. Yeah. Um, I'm not quite sure whether it was 12 or 14. I counted them twice, <laughs> hence the disparity. Um, and they had cloud water on cask. They had um, a, a terrific range. We had to have um, uh, six thirds each. <laughs>
0: you lost me.
2: Uh, uh, and they
1: were all two pound eighty a pint. A
0: pint of wood for two pound eighty. Yeah, yeah. Excuse right. me, I'm yeah, leaving.
1: It was it was quite difficult leaving Dartford actually because yeah. we it was so it was so lovely. Um, but I'm glad we did because we also mm. got free shepherd's homemade shepherd's pie from uh, mm. the one in Welling. Watched the cricket in Bixley nice. Heath. Yeah, a lady had made a load of uh, shepherd's pie mm. for the pool uh, players. Because they, they were having a, a sort of league match. What are you tucked into it? And and um, we, we dropped some hints, and they <laughs> were very they were very sweet and said so looked hungry. Yeah, it looked hungry. Well, that must I mean, be quite difficult for you. Well, not really, not after what we'd just smoked. The shepherd's pie. Yeah, and we got free food at Eltham as well because we finished at Eltham. Yeah, and we'd only been to ten, 10 clubs, so we decided to have lasties <laughs> at the Rusty Bucket. Rusty Bucket, because oh, <laughs> yes. you
0: were there as well for the uh, for I was Sider there for night. the decider, yeah, decider night. Yes,
1: yes. yeah, um, yeah. I'd popped in there because um, they'd invited uh, me there actually because they they'd had some criticism over their cider range because they're excellent on their ale, but um, they didn't have a great reputation for cider, mm. and they wanted to put that right. Uh so they invited a few people and they put out forty plus ciders and some glasses mm. and just said help yourself. Bloody hell. How did that go? I got home at three AM <laughs>
0: <laughs> Good effort.
1: Yeah, a couple of favourites there. Um mm. Oliver's Gold Rush. Absolutely delicious. Yeah. I think that's uh uh might be oh I can't remember where it's from, Hereford maybe. Uh and uh I'll try and pronounce this correctly. Gwinty Thryg. Gwinty Thryg. Gwinty Thryg
0: Scrumpy. Is that from Wales? Yes. That means Was that correct? Uh, Deadly because Gwinti you <laughs> <laughs> um uh, Deadly was uh, was Welsh for six months after you, after birth, weren't you? Is that correct? Is it five years. Five years. Five years. Um I feel a bit of a Welsh theme running through. There is a bit, yes, yeah. yeah. Inadvertent. Mm. If only we planned it. Um what else have you been up to? Didn't you? You got down the Monte, You said uh, that's right. New Cross, yeah, uh, yeah.
1: Um, yeah. As you know, I'm an athlete. Of course uh, you are. So I, I I went to watch the inaugural shuffleboard championship mm. at the at the, monte, at the Montague Arms in New Cross. Uh, great pub game, isn't it? Shuffleboard. Yes, it's very haven't good. seen it for years. No,
0: I haven't played it for ages, actually. Um, Not in certainly never seen it in London. Is, no. Is that a shuffle? No no, 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 it's a longer board. It's like as principles the same, but you've got a little. Yeah. I, I, did you have a, a, a shooker, something to push, a paddle to push? Not a, or did you, did you do it with your hands? Did it with your hands, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Th-
1: incorrect. <laughs> <laughs> um, the, the Monty used to be filled with mad ephemera all over the walls and ceiling, yeah. didn't it? And yeah. uh, it's not anymore, that's all gone with, that the, with the new guys. It was on the
0: old... Uh, coach tours stop wasn't it, it was yes it was Stop for the tourists yeah it's incredible
1: but now it's very much a, a game bar I mean, it's like and they're all free Shuffle shuffleboard that's amazing bar billiards pool pool, uh, pool um table football yeah uh, everything's free It's brilliant yeah uh, apart from the beer
0: yeah um, which clever is- they've, got twist, yeah. They? they've got a twist yeah got a twist
1: yeah holidays to madrid Yeah, not exactly a holiday It was one night Uh, I went uh, for for a football game um, And went into um, One of the guys I was travelling with He had one of those lounge cards Mm. uh, So you can go in and get free booze And free uh, food So I had a champagne breakfast Of Mm. bacon, eggs, beans uh, Sausage, roll and champagne Traditional Spanish breakfast What time was this? (laughs) Uh, about 5.30 in the morning
0: yeah. <laughs> What a great start
1: Yeah um, But we, we were going for, for football day. But we, yeah. uh, we did stop for some culture on the way Went to see Guernica hmm. uh, Picasso's Guernica And then uh, some Goya in uh, the Prado hmm. um, Yeah, because... Uh, the guy I was with, he really wanted to see the guy. He was a big fan and went through a lot of his sort of early stuff, the portraiture, and still, you know, don't really see what the fuss is about, to be honest. A bit shit, bit shit, <laughs> um, and uh, but eventually we got to the black paintings, which is uh, the stuff he did after he got syphilis. Oh yeah, um, well, yeah, 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 allegedly syphilis, and uh, and they are insane and powerful mm, and mm, um, mm. really quite amazing. Um, but you know, if if you are um, an artist and you're, you're struggling at yeah. college to give yourself a lift, you know, consider a uh, life-threatening STD.
0: <laughs> a little lesson for us all there, I think. Yeah, yeah um, you
1: need to suffer. Yeah. yeah. The football was also excellent. Mm. Uh, Raya Bayekano. Uh, uh,
0: again, the Welsh connection.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Pakistani-Welsh connection. Uh, yeah, go on, yeah.
1: Uh, yeah, it was, they're in La Liga uh, Struggling yes. against relegation But it was very high standard of football And a great six-goal thriller Oh, brilliant And um, we met fans from both uh, Rayo and uh, Celta Vigo uh-huh. um, And the Celta fans... Uh, uh, were asking us who we supported, and yeah. one of the guys I was with was an anti-fascist Millwall supporter. Mm. And um not many of them to the pound. <laughs> they said, "Who do you support?" And he said, "Oh, oh Millwall." And they're like, "Oh, uh, we know Millwall. Uh, you are strong people." <laughs> <laughs> he said, "Yeah, well, I'm not really involved in any of that." <laughs> uh How about you? You have been on holiday lately? I have been on
0: holiday. Thanks for asking. Um, My attempt to get to some winter sun this month was foiled for various reasons. So uh, instead, I treated myself to a trip to Hyrule. (laughs) Is that in Wales? Are you familiar with Hyrule? No. Hyrule um, is where Link lives in the Zelda games. Uh, I spent 50 quid on uh, Zelda Breath of the Wild for the Switch. Oh yeah. Um, Basically, I was promised uh, lots of interesting food, some lovely scenery, and highs of twenty-four degrees. (laughs) (laughs) But it turns out, in fact, you have to do all your own cooking. It's freezing at night, and uh, uh, the monsters roam the wilderness, waiting to pounce on you. It's all very unsettling. Christ! (laughs) (laughs) Um, I am actually thinking of getting my money back (laughs) because I think it is apter approved um yeah i in the game I'm spending most of my time just sitting in the rain by the fire with some old geezer I met it's not quite what I had in mind
2: yeah
1: well you did a similar thing in Grand Theft Auto didn't I, you you I got a did, job didn't I <laughs> I
0: did yeah I sort of opted out of the missions and um hung out with some guys I met who were selling burgers in a van by a lake and I just
3: <laughs> stayed with them
0: for a few days and uh I remember my mobile phone kept ringing with missions. and I just ignored it. (laughs) Put on a a new suit, that sort of thing. On a related note, I I saw a a tweet by someone who's playing Red Red Dead 2, Red Dead Redemption 2. Oh, yeah. The uh, sort of Wild West game. Mm. He said, uh, was playing Red Dead and I passed a guy with a woman tied to his horse screaming for help. So I shot the guy and the horse ran off with the lady still tied to it and I couldn't (laughs) catch up. Anyway, good luck to her. I did have another night out, um, a proper night out. I, believe, I think it was a proper night out. Uh, Slater was in town, our old friend Slater. And, um, oh, yeah. Yeah, we dropped into the Dulwich Hamlet uh, Club, yeah. didn't we? Which was very nice, yeah. very good fun. Uh, a few uh, faces in there. And if you if you um, talk to Tom the right way, he'll let you turn the floodlights on. Ooh. Yeah, that's great fun. Um, anyway, we went off to skiing for their, I think, weekly easy come night hank dogs easy come night a sort of a mix between uh, some listed bands and open mic and we went there to see my mates band the crooked cranes uh-huh. who were great yeah uh, i don't usually like the country blues bluegrass style but mm. um, they've got a double bass and a violin and a male, male female vocal thing going on which mm. uh, yeah. was very attractive and after they um, finished, the fat white family came on. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. Yeah. they did an unannounced set. They were all playing different instruments mm. and, uh, you know, pairing off and doing it in triplet and so on. Um, but it's really uh, an amazing,
1: amazing night. It's happening. You know, i I, I,
0: never, I, I kind of prefer Fat White Family live they're much better live I like suddenly everything right. makes sense live mm. and it was just a wonderful unannounced gig cheered on by the foals who were in the audience mm. it was like a real unusual special yeah. London happening yeah. the sort of thing yeah. that you never get on the Essex-Suffolk border when you're <laughs> growing up <laughs>
1: Yeah, money's a bit tight at the moment, you know. Oh. Uh, yeah, for, yeah four that, years man. on has probably not yeah, helped. True. Um, Deadly says he's got fifty quid. He'll lend you, gift you. Great, cheers. <laughs> I'll buy you a pint with it. That's what. See, that's what happens. <laughs> I so get money, I spend it on booze. Um, so yeah, I've uh, I've had to take take measures. Uh, I've had to look for a bit of work, perhaps. Oh my know. god, I know. How's it going? Very well. I haven't found any. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I did. I mean, I did have a go. To be fair, I, yeah. I, th- I had a mate. Who had a He picked up some subbing shifts, so I, I contacted his boss and uh, offered my services um, mm. and uh, attached my CV. Unfortunately, I um, I'd, I'd done a typo on on my CV.
0: <laughs> oh. Oh, no. <laughs> Not for a subbing role. Yes. Oh, G- no,
1: guess what I spelt wrong? No. Deserter. Oh. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, I also talked myself out, out out of another job. Um, I saw somebody looking for a, a comedy writer for a podcast. I mm. thought, well, I, I could possibly do that. Yeah. You know, so We like, need one. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I got in touch with her because I, I worked with her before. And, um, uh, yeah, chatting away. Uh, and then, uh, finally, I, I realised the show that she was doing a podcast for uh, is quite a, a big mainstream one. And I, and I had to say, look, I'm really not the person for this role. Uh, it's a very main street it's a very wholesome family show yeah, yeah. and uh you
0: know i'm not <laughs> <laughs> no better stick with this one where you, where you can say what you like yeah yeah
1: so that one yeah so yeah uh, i'm still i
0: continue to be fun employed fun yeah. employed of course um <laughs> isn't osman uh doing uh oh, sorry corporate deserter (laughs) doing finance this week well I I will take notes uh, here he is uh
1: oh run away
2: scatter I am the corporate deserter I earn a six figure salary
0: and I do fuck all
3: hello again This episode, Money. Does money make the world go round? Or is it the root of all evil? It can be difficult to know who to believe in a world filled with idiots, but one thing is for sure, if it's not coming in, your company's fucked, along with your dream of an early retirement. The people who actually make the money are the most important in any business, so make sure you align with them at the earliest opportunity. For Christ's sake, never describe yourself as editorial, for example. You are basically wearing a fucking great sign that reads, pay me less money. You are commercial. You are sales focused. You are profit oriented. Now you can ask for any salary you like. The downside of this is that you may be expected to report revenue at some point, particularly if you actually work in finance. Two pointers on this. Number one, when preparing accounts, if you can't make the profit exceed the loss, do not prepare the accounts. It's simply not worth it. Literally stop at nothing to avoid showing negative numbers. And number two, never present a graph of anything going down. It makes people uncomfortable, especially your bosses. If necessary, turn the graph upside down and present it as an opportunity, and one that could be achieved if only those cunts in marketing got their heads out of their asses. I am the corporate deserter. Until next time.
0: And now, I think I'm writing saying, uh, it's a moment of silence um, in which we kick back, shed the cares of the world, and allow our minds a little holiday. We've been into deep
1: space, to Spain, to the <laughs> yeah. pub. What have you got for us today, Diddley?
2: Today we are celebrating the start of the UK lambing season. What?
0: Is it? <laughs> What's it actually like coming from the country, Deadly? Is it nice?
2: No, it's bloody awful, (laughs) which is why I'm here. Fair deuce. Okay, ready?
0: Yep, go for Uh it.
2: A moment of silence.
0: Lovely. Horny. Anyone else getting the scent of mint? Falling asleep here. You're not supposed to count. He sounds like you in the
2: morning. There you go. My question for you is
1: Which field? The top field, I would have said. De- definitely.
2: No. Can you name the breed of sheep?
0: Oh. In a word, no. Black sheep? Lamb of God? Mutton grumble.
2: Here's a clue. There's a connection to Dylan Thomas. The Herne Hill sheep. Drunk Is sheep. It? <laughs> it's Welsh mountain sheep. Oh,
0: uh, interesting. Yeah. Almost. Um, what do you call a male sheep? It's a ram, isn't it? No. It's a heap. <laughs> <laughs> and now... The news the news the news The news Why d why, Vinny, do we do um South London pub and beer news? <laughs> Yeah, that's a good question. A lot uh, of people have been asking. Have they, yeah. And I've yeah. forgotten.
1: Yeah. <laughs> is it because, uh, to remind ourselves where to go over the next month?
0: Yeah. I mean, it's A, we live here, yeah. so obviously we're interested in it. Yeah. And B, yes, I think you're right, it's like a giant to-do list, isn't it? It is,
1: yeah. Yeah, yeah. so apologies to anybody who doesn't live in South London <laughs> or, for whom this is... Or doesn't is... like beer.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you're listening to the wrong podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or does <isn't> like <that> you. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay, here we go. It's pub and Bean is quite a lot. So we'll rattle through these. Yeah. Um, I hear Kidbrook is getting its first pub. Yes, first pub for
1: for a couple of decades, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the it's Depot is opening. Uh, Young's are
0: opening a pub um, not far from the station, near
1: the right. school. Right.
0: And <laughs> um, what was the, what was Kidbrook's previous pub? Was that was that the one where someone ran in and threw a smoke bomb, and when the, the smoke cleared, the yeah. fruit machine was gone.
1: That's right. <laughs> Yeah, that was the Watt Tyler in the, the, in the Ferrier Tire. estate, That's which has right, now yeah. been
0: flattened, leveled, and turned into a village. <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> the Ninth Life is opening in Catford, isn't it? That that was previously known as the Black Horse and Harrow. That's it. it. Is an old uh, uh,
1: gin palace yes. that was frequented by Karl Marx at one time? Wow! Um, but now is uh, you know it's going well. It's opening this weekend. Yeah. with like an interactive maze and. What? And uh, sort of immersive adventure rooms
0: and uh, when we, festival vibes. Remember when we went to one of those escape rooms? <laughs> we just sat around, skinned up and drank our drinks until they threw us out after an hour. <laughs> yeah.
1: It was, it was, it was a, a bloody brilliant. Yeah. It I like £7.50 I've ever spent. Yeah. But I think, I mean, I, when I saw sort of interactive maze, I, I did think, can I just get a pint?
0: Absolutely, um, you don't. Yeah, you don't have to go through a maze for it like that place in Kerala. <laughs>
1: no, um, but um, it's it's run by Lane's Beer. Who, you, oh you know, yeah, yes. So I think it might be a bit more like the Four Thieves in Battersea, yeah, which certainly. is actually a great pub. It is, isn't it? Yeah, and uh, they do have lots of gaming stuff. Indeed, but you can just
0: have a pint yeah, and yeah. Uh, escape in another way. Yes, um, we also saw a sister pub or sister bar, perhaps to Six Yard Box in Elephant uh, is opening in Peckham great they're one but, of our favourites they, they are one of our favourites yeah in a football themed bar in a container at least it is in, um, at the Elephant I don't know what it's going to be like in Peckham but it opens on the 19th of February in Schumann Road great welcome to the area Jam you, Circus has closed
1: it, in Broccoli isn't
0: it yeah uh, well Antic or, have given up the lease haven't they, they, they we, we, we broke the news some months ago that they had 11 leases up for sale that's gone so we don't know if it's going to be um, still called Jam Circus, but hopefully... Hopefully it'll
1: still be a pub. That's, hopefully it'll still be a yeah. pub, yeah. And there's a couple of taps opening, you were saying.
0: They've, have they've already opened. Oh, they've already opened, The Beer by, Num- Beer by Numbers Barrel and Tap... I love them. ...opened at the end of Jan. I love them as well. That's in the Bellenden Business Park. I don't mm-hmm. know exactly where that is, but it sounds brilliant. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yes, the Bellenden. Bellenden uh, You've not come across that before. No? You, it's been a long time since you lived in the area, isn't it? Um, Yeah, it's open in the Bellenden Business Park. And uh, if there's anything better than supping an ale in a light industrial estate, I've yet to come across it. (laughs) Um, Likewise, I suspect Second Wave Brewing Tap in West Norwood could be on a a light industrial estate. Because it's on um, Ernest Avenue, Mm. uh, which I think is that road with the bus garage on one side and the industrial estates on the others. I'm normally there for Howden's. Right, yeah, you know what I mean. When no. you're fitting a new kitchen, no, um, <laughs> it sounds romantic though. <laughs> Little reminder about um, the new cross ale bar, yeah, uh, in um, where is it again? I can't remember. <laughs> is it? New Cross, no, it's in New Cross, of course, yes. it is. Bloody um, idiot,
1: yes, it's at the back of the London Theatre, so I hmm. think there there's it's going to be quite a mixture between uh sort of micro pubby ales mm. and maybe a bit of performance
0: bloody hell <laughs> um, I, I, what i do remember about it um first of all it opens on the 15th of feb yeah. just just to interject mm. myself um so perhaps an idea for uh, valentine's uh yeah a bit late maybe a bit late, bit late yeah bit late. forgot
1: valentine's <laughs> yeah however there is do a you pub want to come down this cross? pub
0: it's got a model railway in it yeah that's what i remember about. it's got yeah. a model railway running around it which delivers your beer we hope. Yeah. No, I don't think it does. But it you know, it could be adapted to bring your beer.
1: It is doggo-friendly, I noticed that. They're selling a beer for dogs called
0: Bottom Sniffer. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds good. Um, in other news, uh, my pint of Hophead is now made by the Japanese.
1: <gasps> yes,
0: I know. That was shocking news, wasn't it? Yeah.
1: Uh, yeah, so Fuller's bought Dark Star. That's right. And then...
0: Asahi bought Fuller's. That's right. All the beer ops. So Fuller's are now basically a pub company. Um, yeah, I don't. I I. I couldn't really give a toss either way about Fuller's traditional beer range. But uh, if there they fuck about do. with my hop head, there will be letters. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, we were worried when Fuller's took it over, although but nothing appears to have changed. No, or, it's still or, or, delicious. Yeah. But I, check
0: it, I check it almost daily. <laughs> My first thought was to go straight down the Blyth Hill Tavern and check if it was the same. And mm. I have to say, the first seven were perfect. <laughs> <laughs> After that, I can't remember. <laughs> uh, finally, Young's have acquired Redcombe Pubs, which uh, interests us because that includes the station hotel Hithergreen, the very mm-hmm. popular Manor Arms in Streatham, and the less popular Cherry tree in East Dulwich. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, they'll all be turning uh, sort of pink and... No, pink? What am I about? Blue and gold and yellow Yeah, yeah. Young's livery and selling Young's ordinary.
1: Yeah, they're st- they're, they're fighting back, aren't they, uh, uh, groups like Young's, aren't they? Um,
0: well, some, some are saying, you know, for example, Fuller's, are, you know, this idea that you own a load of pubs and you make the beer... This symbiotic relationship is coming to an end, mm. uh, as the Fuller's deal would suggest. Now yeah. they're just a pub company. Yeah. But then, they, they, yes, then you have Young's um, acquiring pubs, mm. suggesting that they are trying to make a go of being both a brewer and a pub owner. Because Fuller's have been acquiring what pubs as well, haven't they? I mean... Yeah. They, uh, they've uh, got like the harp, The they? harp, or yeah. What? And they, they've left that alone, blessedly. Yeah.
1: They're, are they trying to get the Normans in... In Soho? I don't know. And there's another one, another, uh, oh, no, that was a rumour that proved to be incorrect, so I shan't
0: repeat it. (laughs) (laughs) Bit like your first marriage. (laughs) Right. Twins. (laughs) (laughs) What was it like being married to twins? (laughs) Just while we've we've got. Would you like another glass of wine? The thing is, you never used to talk about it, and now you're all like, Yeah, well, you know, it's uh, it was legal in Virginia at the time, it's legal
1: in Virginia at the time, yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean, we'll have to do a, a special episode on that, I think. Um, in other news, um, did you see that uh, Mike Dyson is <laughs> leaving the UK? <laughs> Mike Dyson, the baddest man on the planet. <laughs> baddest hoovers known to man uh, god knows what his name is but dyson, james dyson james dyson yeah he's leaving the uk he's sucked good off. <laughs> he's sucked up, suck off um maybe he wanted to take vac control oh. Oh. <laughs> um yeah so after um campaigning for the country to leave the European Union. Yeah, he's, he's fucked, fucked up off to, himself. Yeah. Where, where do you go? Singapore or something. Singapore. Like. Yeah.
2: yeah. It's
1: got nothing to do with Brexit, though. The no, nothing to do it. with
0: oh, Brexit. Right, okay. yes. Absolutely. Not. Yeah. Uh, it, it did. Um, did you see Vadim's uh, missive? I don't read Email. his emails. You don't read no. his emails ever, do you? Yeah. I mean, that's, that's why he gets so mm. cross with you. Vadim's our uh, head of commercial. He wants He wants to transition deserter operations to Hong Kong. <laughs> Hong Kong. <laughs> Is East, he, yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm. He said he uh, and I quote. I want to float on the Hang Seng, sell with a 2 year earnout to Bridge Valuation Gap and then sit on the beach eating cherries. <laughs> I mean quite honestly apart from the last bit I haven't got a fucking clue what he's on about. <laughs> <laughs> and the longer it stays like that the better. So um, anyway, if you're listening Vadim, yeah, why not? Yeah. Yeah, sounds good. like yeah, the
1: cherries. Yeah. I mean as much as I love living in the UK, I'm also quite fond of food. So
0: I'm I'm, I'm happy to move yes exactly oh, post Brexit hear that Vadim we're happy to move if you're listening of course, of course he's out. not listening he never listens <laughs> um, next news item I saw was about a woman who is marrying her duvet <laughs> 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 did you see about her I did yeah, yeah. I mean uh, it's is, understandable it is understandable I mean this is this is Pascal Sellick from Exeter who's having a ceremony um, a little bit delayed I understand Yeah, she had cold feet. cold feet? Well, get them under the duvet. Get them under the duvet. Yeah, I'm not sure why it's in the news, to be honest. I mean, haven't we all felt like this? Well, we've all
1: felt like it, but we've never actually done anything about it, (laughs) probably. I normally
0: feel like it. At some point between the alarm going off and getting up. Yeah.
1: She did say it's the most intimate and reliable relationship she's ever had. Is that right? Yeah.
0: That reminds me of uh, you when you had that beard. You you said it was so delicious, you wanted to get engaged to it.
1: (laughs) I don't remember it,
0: but it sounds highly <laughs> probable. Yes. <laughs> and, um... There,
2: there was also a woman who, whose boyfriend is an aeroplane. Did you see that?
0: No. <laughs> her boyfriend is an aeroplane. Yeah, a
2: jet plane. Mm. And she goes to bed with a model of it.
0: Mm. Well, you can say, I'm <laughs> going to bed with a model. <laughs> yes. What I can bizarre. see a point. Um...
2: The news is what it used to
0: be. Yes, <laughs> well, talking about this talk, talk, there's is one that um, you, you spotted, Deadly, about the first beer ever brewed... In the UK. In the UK. Yes. This was... Uh, archaeologists have made an incredibly exciting discovery <laughs> while working on a project to widen a major road. <laughs> Namely, evidence of what is believed to be the first beer brewed in the UK. Mm. It's somewhere between Cambridge and Huntingdon on the A14... It's all going to Alan Partridge, isn't it? Um, anyway, tiny fragments of charred residue from the beer-making process were found in excavated earth. Experts believe the Iron Age brew could date back as far as 400 BC. Oh, mm. Isn't that amazing?
2: 400 BC. That's I, where you
0: came from. <laughs> <though>. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> uh, the Suffolk, Suffolk, I mean. Um, I think, personally... I'd probably take it back. <laughs> <laughs> e- even if the landlord's saying it's fine for another couple of days, Governor. <laughs> honestly, uh, I think I think no. You know what? I might just have a Guinness if that's all right. A bit, bit gritty. Yeah, it looks, looks, looks looks a bit off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Talking of uh, beer mm. and 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 someone who likes it, not you. Put your hand down. <laughs> <laughs> um, our. Nice. Uh, a book corner. Book corner deals with a man who um, had a great fondness for it, shall we say? Tell us, Raider. Books. 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 Letters. Letters. Letters.
2: Letters.
3: Words. 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 Words.
0: Reading. Reading.
2: Reading. Sentences. Sentences. Paragraphs. Paragraphs.
0: Words again. Words again. Corners. Corners. It's, it's book it's corner.
1: corner. corner. Uh, so this month's. Book corner um, is from a uh, South London legend, I believe. Absolutely,
0: uh, yeah. It's um, We'll be looking at Under Milk Wood by Dylan Thomas, mm. one of Hearnhill's most famous sons.
2: Dylan Thomas!
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's actually uh, a play for voices. It's described as a play for voices. I mean, it was... Written uh, for the radio. Um, it's obviously been performed in theatres. It's available in book form. It struck me that more than anything, it's like a podcast. <laughs> 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 he's just ahead of his time. Yeah, it's um, kind
1: of a genre of its own, isn't it?
0: Yeah, it is, yeah. Um, anyway, uh, there is a connection to Wales with Dylan Thomas. We acknowledge <laughs> that. But um, he's now a South London son. Uh, and the reason for that is thus... Uh, it's, it's long been a mystery as to why he called it Undermilk Wood. Mm. But John Tregenner, uh may have the answer. There's a guy who's got his own uh, blog, and we'll put some links to this on our uh, podcast page. Yeah. Um, he discovered a letter stating that Dylan Thomas regularly visited London Welsh, the rugby team, who at that stage played at the Herne Hill Velodrome. Uh-huh. Have you been to the Neil Velodrome. I have, I'm yeah. Excited, it's fantastic. It? Yeah. Amazing. Um, anyway, afterwards, as you may imagine, Dylan Thomas would go for a few pints hmm. in the Half Moon Hotel, which exists to this day, where he would drink copiously and was described as a legendary conversationalist.
1: That's not what Geoffrey Bernard said.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and uh, opposite the Half Moon is the B222, better known as... Milkwood Road, Ooh. and whether this was enough to make you think he'd seen this road and named his play after it, Under Milkwood, uh, I'm not sure. But anyway, for John Trudgino, the final piece of the jigsaw was the discovery that at one point Dylan Thomas actually lodged on Milkwood Road, mm. so he he lived, he lived on there. it. He lived there. Um, just to explain what lodged means. <laughs> <laughs> And um, hence, we now claim him as our own. Yes. And um, the Half Moon in Hernhill now hosts an annual Dylan Day, mm. and um, we've been asked to uh, write up a tour of some of Dylan Thomas's drinking haunts. I don't know why they thought of us, <laughs> and uh, write it up and read it out on the evening in question uh, in May. So, uh, getting ahead of myself, I reread Under Milk Wood. Mm. Or rather, I read it for the first time. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, because I, I'd only um, ever seen it before on an infamous school trip. Uh, we um, were taken to see a double bill, probably at the Ipswich Gomont or somewhere in Colchester. And um, we were, the first half was uh, under Milt Wood with Dylan Thomas. And then we went to the bar and had a couple of uh, shifty lagers because got, we got served and we didn't go back for the second half <laughs> whatever whatever it was and uh, the next day we were hauled in front of the head of sixth form and uh, had the uh, we were ripped apart we were asking what the hell we thought we'd done let the school down let ourselves down and my friend Podge said um, sir I think it's what Dylan Thomas would have wanted <laughs> and, and the head of sixth form <laughs> looked at us for a minute he's trying to suppress a little smile and he's like, just out all of it. don't do it again <laughs> so uh naturally i warm to him um so yeah onto under milk wood itself uh you may know that essentially it's a day in the life of a town uh a a, a town's life it's love it's sadness Mm. it's laughs plenty of laughs to be fair yeah and um sorrow and and death uh as I was reading it, I was musing, it. it's like a sort of snapshot f- of a soap opera. It's it like, is. It's like you've been ju- given one episode of a, of a soap opera. Isn't yes, it? if that's uh, possible, yeah. yeah. And, um, and there is a Coronation Street. There is a Coronation Street in it, yeah. just as I, what I was going to go oh, on sorry. and say. Oh, that's all right. All right. Uh, it, yeah, the main street in the town is called Coronation Street. I did wonder if um, Tony Warren might have been a fan, mm. <laughs> you know, the creator of Coronation Street. It was only 10 years afterwards. Um, though. Uh, I suspect there were plenty of coronation streets around at that time because sure. the time yeah. he's writing it yeah. was the time of, of the uh, coroning of <laughs> Elizabeth Taylor. <laughs> um, no, Elizabeth uh, the, the Queen. The second. The second, that's it. Forgot her surname for a minute. <laughs> Um, anyway, it's a rollicking and surprisingly easy read. I thought under Milkwood, given, mm. that, given that it's by a poet. Some of the, sometimes it can be quite dense, can't it? A bit, yeah, you know, you but the language TSA, is very yeah. rich, isn't it? It's oh, it's just, so yeah. rich. I mean, it's wonderful. Yeah, um, it's so it's original. You know, the the, mm. the the line one of the early lines is "starless and Bible black," which uh, mm. I hadn't realized came from there. You know, it's that the that's a King Crimson album title, isn't it? Um, and uh, it's so poetic. Uh, Mm -hmm. Mifanwi Price is in love with Mog Edwards and he is described as tall as the town clock tower, Sansom syrup gold maned, whacking thighed and piping hot, thunderbolt based and barnacle breasted. Flailing up the cockles with his eyes like blow lamps, and scooping low over her lonely, loving, hot water bottled body.
3: <laughs> this is
0: beautiful. I know. Yeah. It's enough to make you give up writing. <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I wish you would. <laughs> uh, it's so playful as well. The um, the town, and indeed the original name of the piece, is called Chlaregab. Mm. Uh, that was the original title. Wasn't that it? was yeah, the original yeah. title, mm. which was dropped in favour of. Uh, under Milkwood because it was thought it was too dense for American audiences, mm. or you could say yes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we shan't. But um, yes, but Haragob uh, is of course bugger all backwards. <laughs> uh, it's lovely, saucy, and bawdy in a sort of postcard sort of way. Or well, you had to be a little bit careful in 1954, so it's uh, often couched in lyrical terms. For example, sailor, a sailor wishing to be shipwrecked on a girl's thighs. Mm. And uh, quite easy to imagine that Organ Morgan wasn't just in love with his music. <laughs> <laughs> um, some great gags in it. Uh, I, I don't know if it's the original one, but uh, there's the line in it Will you take this woman to be your awful wedded wife? Mm. <laughs> uh, and some great ear for dialogue. Uh, For example, Mr. and Mrs. Pugh, who are in um, Open Warfare. Mm. Here's your nice tea, dear, says Mr. Pugh. Too much sugar, she says. You haven't tasted it yet, dear. (laughs) Too much milk, then. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and often the funnies are tinged with sadness, um, as in the song of Polly Garter, whose garden grows nothing but washing and babies. It goes, I loved a man whose name was Tom. He was strong as a bear and two yards long. I loved a man whose name was Dick. He was big as a barrel and three feet thick. I loved a man whose name was Harry, six feet tall and sweet as a cherry. But the one I loved best, awake or asleep, was little Willie Wee, and he's six feet deep. Uh, As you might expect with um, Dylan Thomas... It's also quite drinky in places. Oh, yes. As well as Waldo, the town's main boozer, there is Cherry Owen, who in his dream lifts a tankard to his lips, but nothing flows out of it. He shakes the tankard. It turns into a fish. He drinks the fish. (laughs) (laughs) This is the same guy who, when the barman asks him what he'll have, he replies, too much. (laughs) Um, But more than anything, overall, I think... The, the piece shows Thomas as a lover of people, uh, yeah. a lover of all life.
1: Yeah, there's a, a great sense of humanity in it, isn't there? Isn't
0: there? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it, it shows sort of, is evocative of how the wonder of life, I think, is made up of the sum of all its parts. Mm, mm. And uh, one bit I, I really loved was um, a, a quite near the beginning, I think, is a, a group of tr- uh, drowned sailors asking about what life is like. Mm. Or, uh, you know, uh, uh, after their death yeah. it, essentially yeah. uh, and, and it goes um, how's it above these are all different voices how's it above is there rum and lava bread bosoms and robins concertinas ebenezer's bell fighting and onions <laughs> <laughs> sparrows and daisies tiddlers in a jam jar buttermilk and whippets rockabye baby washing on the line old girls in the snug how's the tenors in Dowley? who milks the cows in mesquin when she smiles is there dimples what's the smell of parsley <laughs> <laughs> so it's desperately sad isn't it yeah i think if you switched out parsley from marijuana you'd have everything i love in uh, <laughs> um yeah, so that's Under Milk Wood by mm. Dylan Thomas. Uh, did, did you have a chance to have a look at it as well? I or? did. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, I've read it, and I've I've also got it on a sort of audio book, and it's it's really nice mm. to listen to uh, the one that is read by Richard Burton. Yeah, and, uh, it, it's worth listening to Welsh actors reading all the parts as yes. well. That, that language suits um, uh, the way they speak, um, and yeah, I, I read somewhere that it, it, it was like a re- reassertion of beauty in response to the atrocities of uh, World War II at oh. uh, Hiroshima and Auschwitz. And, yeah. um, I must admit, I, I didn't get that from reading it, but yeah. um, that is now my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> how it works.
0: That's Lit Crit for you. Open up our lives,
1: and help us realise To
2: become one of the
1: wise inferior
2: morally superior, and to Good afternoon students. In a moment the raider will introduce us to the world of work, I'm sorry to say. Before that, a reminder to everyone in the rowing club that if you take out the boat please do return them to the boathouse. I have received a telephone call from the proprietor of the Anchor Public House reporting that nine kayaks, a training pedalow, and the school pleasure cruiser have been tied up at the jetty there since New Year's Eve. And now over to Dulwich Raider MSC OMG LOL.
0: Thank you, Dean. Work. Work is essentially the giving up of your time in return for things. Unfortunately, these can be things like shelter, warmth, food or children, impractical to cut back on and possibly illegal. But they can also be things unnecessary for day-to-day happiness, like champagne, jewellery or shoes. At Deserter, we ask you not to seek luxury items as an end in themselves, but to consider first what it is that actually makes you happy. Put your hand down, Hawkins. We know what makes you happy. Thenceforward, we advocate working only as much as you need to in order to achieve this contentment. You may argue that the amassing of surplus wealth is a trait akin to the animal hoarding food in the autumn, thinking ahead to a time when food supplies are scarce. There is some merit, of course, in planning ahead, but the difference is that the animal takes every winter off to lie about in a straw-lined cave, gorging itself on nuts and fermented berries with a few mates round. Meanwhile, mankind has been lured onto the never-ending treadmill of labour, desperately saving for a winter that never comes, save in the guise of death or mental illness. No, the pursuit of wealth is simply too expensive, costing you, as it does, your life. Why, we ask, yearn for more than you need. As Plato reminds us, even if you're a millionaire, you can still only drink 20 pints a day. In your folders, you will find covered such essential topics as failing a job interview, surviving mornings, throwing a sickie, office napping, and, of course, the day that every committed deserter yearns for, how to resign. We will focus on the positives, after all that is the desert away. The money, the status, the socialising and the sense of achievement that a job well done can bring. Before considering why, despite all this, work remains essentially shit. Work is like a hangover. No one really likes it, but there it is and you can bet it will be along again in the morning. Do it as little as possible and take as much as you can from it including stationery.
2: Next time, money. What is it and where does it come from? Every woman, every man, every boy and every girl Take a seat, it's Drunkle Spider's letter from the world
0: yeah, so what's the latest from Spider? Do we have a uh, missive from him? Uh, well, kind of. We
1: didn't get an, any uh, letter from the world from Spider, perhaps unsurprisingly oh. uh, from Peru, uh, but I did have a little bit of uh, email exchange with him. Excellent. Uh, most of which I'll I'll spare you. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it, listeners may not be aware that um, uh, Drunkle Spider was a big Oldham Athletic fan. Um yeah. And he disowned them a few years ago when they tried to sign uh, Ched Evans, oh. uh, to the extent where he he, he wished relegation upon them, um, right? Uh, which uh, they duly received, I believe. <laughs> went down to Leeds. He's got two. special powers, has not he? Yes. It, yes, as well yeah. as needs. Yes. <laughs> um, so I was emailing him, and I was I was just saying to him that not only is he missing South London bus stops in the drizzle, he also missed um, Oldham's FA Cup run. Um, and he he got straight back oh, yeah. to me to say no, I bloody didn't. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he he, uh, he said I caught this giant killing act on a telly in Machu Picchu. What? <laughs> <laughs> which Machu Picchu? Yes, which is of course the fifteenth-century uh, Inca citadel, <laughs> uh, which is very hard to get to. Takes days, days, yeah, to walk up there, high above the Sacred Valley.
0: And he sat there watching the game.
1: Watch the game on a telly, he reckons. Um, I'm preparing myself to forgive
0: them now, he That's says. That's right. Because yeah. they, they beat Fulham, didn't
1: they? They beat Fulham, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Oldham are
0: in uh, League Two and uh, Fulham are in the Premier League. Yeah, so he goes all the way around the world and sits in Match Picture watching Oldham. That's
2: brilliant.
1: Isn't the same of Fally Charlton? ought <laughs> <laughs> <Your team. laughs> <laughs> Um But he said he's... he's uh, He's off into the deep, dark Peruvian jungle tomorrow, so he's oh. going to be incommunicado for a, a while.
0: What, what, which jungle? Does it have a name? Yeah, the Amazon. The, the Amazon. Amazon? Yeah, full of cardboard yeah. boxes. That is, that's, a, that's a proper good name, isn't it? Yeah. That's a shame, because he, so he's going to be incommunicado. He won't have um, seen that uh, Oldham got knocked out by Don <laughs> the I next know. round.
1: Yeah, he's missed it all, hasn't he? <laughs> Swanning around South America. <laughs> yeah, he won't even have Twitter there.
0: No. He's got no social media. No. Unlike us.
1: Yes. Shall we do the social
0: media scene? Oh, that's a really good phrase for it. (laughs) Yeah, I've got a... uh, First up was um, Dave Peace at at Sarkis Proxy, who um, sent an urgent tweet to Southeastern Railway. Mm. Uh, He he tweeted, uh, a guy in front of me on the train is eating a sandwich with a fork. (laughs) 1835 from London Cannon Street, Southeast Railway. Can you send a guard or something? <laughs> yeah, and then uh, uh, another thing that cracked me up was uh, from Victor Lewis Smith. Oh, yeah. At TV Offal. I remember him. He had a. <laughs> don't say that to him, for fuck's sake. Um, he, his career is alive and well, as he would tell you on Twitter if you criticise him. Um, anyway, he came up with uh, something that made me laugh about a mate of his sad day he tweeted after several years of medical training and a slog a pal of mine has been struck off after just one minor indiscretion he slept with one of his patients and is barred from his profession utter waste of training and money a genuinely nice guy too and an excellent vet
2: <laughs>
1: yeah it was a thread that i saw that uh i enjoyed it was kicked off by um uh, uh, Rick Burin, uh, started the the most famous person you've ever had a wee next to. I imagine yours mm. was Gwen Stefani, wasn't it? <laughs> no, it wasn't. <laughs> I don't think it was actually. Although well, that was uh, notable.
0: Um, no, it was. You remember? Uh, uh, you
1: remember when she popped in though?
0: I G- G- Gwen, yes, I do. <laughs> yes, I mean, uh, yes, of course. I remember the what, what you what you um, texted back because uh, we were going to come over. I was with Gwen and. <laughs> A, it's a long story
3: right. no 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 no, no. Just, just
0: just 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 downstairs yeah at um. work and um uh yeah she was going to come for a drink come come for a pint and i texted uh dirty south gwen stefani's going to come for a drink with us if that's all right <laughs> uh, and he texted back when oh when will they leave us alone <laughs> <laughs> but uh no uh I didn't have a piss next to it. I don't know where that came from. That's a rumour. But um, the most, <laughs> most famous person I, now, since you're asking, I did, am. I he am. did ask. Didn't he? I did ask. Um, yeah, it's not a dream. Was when, when I was uh, working somewhere else, I went um, to the toilet, and uh, the, but, but I used to favour a uh, particular toilet for my postprandial nap. Yeah, it was about <laughs> half two, three o'clock, and uh, it, was a, it, was a, it was a double double doorer. Uh, Up on the fifth floor, really nice and quiet. So I pushed open, both the doors were ajar. Pushed open the first one. Who was in there? Mick Jagger. (laughs) It was all right, right, mate. Don't worry about it. Yeah, I'll go to the next one. Pushed open the door to the next one. Keith Richard was in there. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, guys, you can lock the door, you know. Oh, we don't lock doors. (laughs) Um, Yeah, but do, do go on. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah, so um, Jim Brown responded to Rick Buren and said um, I weed in the urinal in 1992 with Alex Ferguson on my left and Trevor Brooking on my right The other two have subsequently been awarded knighthoods while I was awarded five times nectar points for a limited period over Christmas <laughs> uh, And Luke McLaughlin replied Ex-BBC presenter David Vine had a wee next to a guy he vaguely recognised. He presumed he was from another broadcaster, and as they left the toilet, he introduced himself. David Vine, BBC, and the guy says, Gerald Ford, President of the United States.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I always get that when uh, you think you recognise someone and turns out to be the president.
1: (laughs) Uh, But my favourite was from uh, Graham Bandiera. Who um, had a, a pee next to David Blunkett <laughs> and his dog? <laughs> he said, even better. David Blunkett barged in with his dog and and said, drug squad.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, he was good. And he was a good one, wasn't he? No, yeah, I miss he him. was a good I one. I do miss him. Um, yeah, another thread I enjoyed was.
2: Who, who is the person you've pee?
1: Oh, it wasn't about me. Oh, I see. It was about... Uh, but, you know, if you must know, Alan Kirbishly.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I Ian Wright. Ian Wright, <laughs> <laughs> right. yeah. yeah. Maybe they've all got weak bladders.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I enjoyed a thread called Two Word Horror Stories, <laughs> which I think was started by Very British Problems, uh, which oh, is, yeah. yeah, at So Very British. I think they started it, but... Um, They came up with some two-word horror stories like eye contact, lunch meeting, Mm. surprise party, (laughs) (laughs) sing-along, conference call, tax return, Mm. and smear test. And, And one I didn't know, leg day. Uh, i mean? had to look it up leg yeah, day never heard of it no i mean uh, apparently when you work out you do exercises and lifts that use similar muscle groups on the same day you have a chest day an arm day a pool day and a leg day do you oh. if you skip the leg day it means you don't work out your legs at all resulting in upper body being disproportionately bigger than your lower mm-hmm.
1: bit like you yeah <laughs> sorry, i've got that <laughs> <laughs> must have forgotten my leg day you've forgotten your leg
0: day <laughs> Um, I didn't really get leg day, but it um, must be a nightmare for some people. Mm. But plenty of people chipped in with their own. Uh, for example, uh, replacement bus, mm. uh, smart casual, <laughs> no milk. Mm. Now, that is a horror story. Not yeah. f- not for you, Deadly, because you refuse to drink milk, don't you? Yeah. Well, yeah. No, oh, yeah, you have oat milk. That's yeah. spelt with a Y. Um, uh, minimum payment. That's an annoying one. Mm. One of my favorite uh, two word horror stories was It's Burst. Ooh. <laughs> That's never going to be the, <laughs> the, the the forerunner of good news, is no, it? No, not, isn't no, it? No, it's not. No. i got a couple for you. I thought of a couple for you. Right. Um, closing time. Yeah, I don't like that. Private function. I hate that. <laughs> and plant based. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, you got me there. Yeah. Yeah, i wrote down a couple of uh, notes. Any questions? Yes. Don't <laughs> Amount yeah. due.
0: Amount due.
1: <laughs> and now cough.
0: Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, uh, yeah, I thought a desertery one to finish. Um, Steve at Planet Legs says, uh, no matter how lazy you feel, just remember that Goldilocks decided to take a nap during a burglary.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, um, that's about all we've got time
0: for, isn't it? Uh, that's all we've got wine for, if that's what you mean.
1: Yeah, it kind of is. <laughs> I mean, we've run out of booze now. Uh, do you know the story of uh, Goldilocks and the Three Beers? Three beers? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. it no. yeah, well, she... <laughs>
0: This I must hear. <laughs>
1: Uh, Well, she breaks into uh, someone's house. She does that, doesn't she?
0: Goldie yes. Yeah, yeah.
1: And uh, there were three beers on the table. Yeah, sorry, yeah. Um, uh, So she she takes a a supper, the first one. It's Foster's. She said, that is proper shite. Oh, it's rubbish. Said said (laughs) Goldie And then she has a mouthful of uh, the the Guinness and says, that's not bad, it's all right. Yeah. And uh, (laughs) then she finds the IPA and uh, she, she has a taste of that. She says, no, that's just right. Oh, so so yeah. she she drinks it down in one. When the family get home, the mummy says, "Who's been supping my fosters?" And the daddy says, "Who's been supping my Guinness?" Yeah. And then the third character, who for some reason is being played by Danny Dyer, says, <laughs> "Never mind the fucking be <laughs> the fucking beers. Some slags Nick the fucking telly." <laughs> 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 oh,
0: we are, where, where's this going? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Well, it's made me thirsty. I think it's going to the pub. I think it's going to the pub. Right? To the yeah, pub. Let's get get Deadly a beer. Yeah, you slag Deadly. <laughs>